Okay, well, hey. Welcome, we one well and all. Welcome. Today it's, is? It is the, the year is 2007. It's the 14th of November, and you're wasting away on the North Coast. And Joe did not look at his wrist. Because <laughs> I don't have my watch today. I had to write it down. See, I haven't been here for a f couple weeks, and already Joe's got new uh, format. Yeah, Let's who's this at... voice we hear? <laughs> Someone pulled himself off the couch <laughs> and showed up, and we did not rag on him as much as we should have in his absence. I would agree to that. But you know what? It was the listeners that brought me back. The emails... Okay, that's the only reason I came back because my email box was like reason. full. Thanks I'm only allowed I'm only allowed two megs, and the fans that have been emailing me have brought me back off my couch. My knee surgery, my doctor has not given me clearance. Wow, wait, wait, we have some kind of pie of some sort set in front of us. Dessert pizza. Dessert pizza. Nobody, I just gave it to you. All right, Dino. What's going on over there? We, we, Whoa. We, Am I at Domino's? What we, the hell? We just happen? ate a pizza. We've been asking about a Hunter's half off discount. And uh, Dino just laid a dessert pizza in front of us. You don't suppose this is shit. Hey, Mike, this, this looks. Yeah, this <laughs> looks really. You have your chocolates. Use Mike, your what? smell of vision because it smells really hey, Mike, good. You're going to have to carry this for the next five minutes while we eat this. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be all right. I'm going to. I'll be the well, first. I, I didn't even do my homework, so I'm really hurt. It's dessert pizza. Yeah, I don't even know what the homework was because I don't check email. We talked about well, things we're thankful for. That's something else, too. And Patty says you're ready. Well, it's the uh, the uh, and blue, right? Dessert pizza. Yeah, yes. that, too. That, too. And the what? But that, I, I have not even purchased it. I'm with you there. I I'm purchased with, a Buffett CD in 10 years. I'm Instead, with you there, too. I'm on strike. <laughs> yeah, we knew how it was. Well, you got to buy this one because you have to review it. Okay, Patty. <laughs> it's your assignment. You have to. Uh, you have to do it. Yeah. yeah. Should you choose? Says to the man who never does the homework either. Says if you choose to accept it. Apparently, That's he didn't true. accept it. Like Michigan and Mission Impossible. Let me tell you what. This is pretty damn good. What's going on in the uh, world of Buffett news? Anyone? <laughs> I'm sorry. I went to the wrong table. <laughs> yeah. Is there any news? Is, is there anything? Yeah. There are a few stories. As we found out right after. The last show, Jimmy did not win the CMA award. He lost to that upstart, Kenny Chesney. Buffett wannabe. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And now there's more there's more Kenny Chesney Kenny Chesney news. Corona is now sponsoring Kenny Chesney's tour. He did that last year, didn't he? Did they he? said that now that Jimmy Buffett is with Anheuser Busch and Landshark, that uh, Corona is going to be backing Kenny Chesney. And they also had some snotty stuff to say about Landshark. Uh, Landshark only sold 258,000 cases for the year ending on October 7th. Well, it wasn't while, available everywhere. I, yeah. While Corona sold 40.6 million cases. <laughs> yeah. But, but the point is, you can't buy Landshark at your neighborhood place like you can Corona. It's well. a niche. It has a niche. Uh, it's only out by the water. Landshark was out for the whole year. Is this how Corona started? Year? <laughs> It was close to the whole year because you got it down, didn't you have it down in May in Florida? Yeah, but I think that's like the only place it was and it had just come out, I thought. Buffett was doing an album with Lil Feet, although there's not, nothing firm in the schedule when that album's coming out. And now Buffett will be working with Sonny Landreth. Yeah. I guess they wrote a song together and 
that that song will be appearing on Sonny Landry's album, which is scheduled to be released in April, April 20th of oh, 2008. That, that I did read. And there's some really other good artists on yeah. there. Clapton. Yeah, you worked with Clapton, Mark Knopfler, Eric Johnson, Vince Gill, Dr. John, and Robin Ford, along with Jimmy. Yeah, that's, that's kind of an pretty impressive lineup. I know that. I know I've read. Uh, maybe it's folklore or whatever, but Clapton goes, you know, watches Sonny play and just walks away shaking his head trying to figure out how he does it. So when Clapton's doing that. Oh, did you read Clapton's biography? Maybe it's in there. <laughs> That's the next assignment for the next show. Okay, yeah. Well, everybody who didn't get the Anguilla CD has to read here Clapton's biography. <laughs> and probably the big news story is that Radio Margaritaville is holding a contest to be a Radio Margaritaville DJ. Ooh. And uh, they want you to call 866-55-PARROT and leave a message introing your favorite Jimmy Buffett song. So if you wow, guys want to practice, the microphones are set up, guys. So if we, we should do this as a team. Yeah, we practice. should have our own show on Radio Margaritaville. If you guys pull that off, I'd be impressed. Yeah, Joe might be on the stuff. We should be no, doing it as a team. I, I agree. The team from the North Coast. We need to read How the long is this contest going on? It goes till November 23rd. A panel of judges will pick three finalists who will fly to Orlando and host an hour-long radio show. And then from those fine, from those three radio shows, they will pick the winner who will host a Radio Margaritaville pre-show concert Friday. We gotta, we gotta at least enter as a group. Pre-show concert to. show. <laughs> we have to. I wonder if they, you could enter as a group. We'll have to read the contest rules. Well, this is how you get discovered. <laughs> But they'll have a dilemma because they'll hear my voice and they'll be like, we got to have Scott. And then I don't want to really. And then they'll meet you and they say, oh my God, these guys are. (laughs) He's got a face for radio, is what they'll say. I know we gotta. I wrote WD40 down, and if I see it before, I'll throw it in my car. Would beer work? Pizza grease, man. All right, well, that's the World of Buffett News. Boring. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right, so, hey, we had some homework, a couple things. First thing, the Live in Anguilla set came out a little over a week ago. Well, eight days ago. And uh, who has it? Just me and Mick? Yeah. If somebody wants to cut me a copy, will be the only way I put that in my hot little hand. <laughs> I'm cut still on CD. Buffett Strike. Yeah. I will be purchasing it, but... Uh, you could probably put it as, you know, the Fenway one or the Wrigley Field, and it'd all be the same, so... Just a different box. No, this one... This <laughs> is a good set list for this concert. He really pulled out a bunch yeah. of old Did you check your set list? Yeah, it looked like old the same chestnuts. old stuff. No. Well, that's because you just focus on the... Oh, yeah. I hate that song. I hate that song. And he throws it oh, away. So, I... I, I, I mean, God, I could, I've, I've never heard changes live in any of his CDs. It's amazing to me. Anyway, this was two days in Anguilla. Was the big show the first the beach, day? No, there was only one concert, and the other thing is the beach show. So yeah, but it was the beach show the day after the day before. They the were beach show. The beach show was on Friday at 11 a.m., <laughs> and the concert was on the following, the next day, Saturday, at no time given. Yeah, but daytime. The show ended, and it was still light out, uh, which was really neat. It was five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> I thought, I think it sounds really good, the whole thing, the whole sound, a little tinny, but the percussion shines, and it seems to me, I'll just say right now, that uh, he's all, uh, re- it, they all seem relaxed. The show seems more relaxed than other shows, uh, to me. But it's not as loud, because they the got crowd the reaper is, down there. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. 
the crowd, they had fun back then. The crowd uh, is not as big as usual, obviously, and it's wide, it's not deep. Yeah, that, that's surprising. Isn't that weird? The, the people, the, the last like people to show up can't see anything. <laughs> yeah, they're on the they side. They can't even really see the side of the stage. And yeah, the, the crowd isn't deep. But they're spread out real wide. Like Mick says, you can't I see can it. relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw Steve Mariucci and Bill Ambure in the, in the, in the crowd. I thought he meant being spread out wide. I was going to concur. <laughs> My wife tells me that all the time. It's not deep, but it's wide. <laughs> uh... I, and I like the fact that the stage is a little smaller and they're a little more compact, but not too close together. And smaller than something at like Pine Knob or what we're used to seeing. I thought it was smaller. And uh, I like the set list too. The DVD just just starts playing. Yeah. And yeah, it never it never even goes to a menu. But if you hit menu, you get the menu, but you miss the beginning, like the prologue to the to the, which is Buffett flying from what say Bart's to uh, 10 minutes to Anguilla in his plane. So they have a little, they have a snippet and there's a song playing, I forget yeah, what song. Yeah, the menu is very sparse. There's, there's just a menu for each song, you can yeah, play all. But no, you miss that no prologue. See, that bothers me a little bit. If I if I want to see a, you know, how many of these are out there? I hate to agree with HUD and be Mr. Negative, but, you know, live in Hawaii, live in New Orleans, live in Fenway, live here, live there. At least put some extra on the DVD, you know, something that we haven't, you know, and that's yeah, like you know, DVD's I, like a throw into this package. It's a I, I hate to bring up you know Roger Klein again, but that DVD that came with the last Roger Klein CD, you got to know the reason behind each song and some information. It it's, felt a little more personal. Well, it's different than this. Yeah, it's a documentary. Of yeah. Uh, but and there's no extras on that either, right? I think there's uh, some cut. Uh, well, the concert still covers a lot of stuff. You see them setting up the stage. You see them unloading yeah. all the semis. Like I but said, it's there's... just edited into the concert. I'm not a teamster. I don't need to see who's setting up the well, stage. Well, what else? What kind of extras do you want? Then? <laughs> yeah. I want Buffett. Yeah. I want. You well, know. he's on stage the whole time. Well, I'd like him talking. You know, a little interview. You know, his daughter. She's kind of hot. <laughs> he wants porn. I'm with Scott. I, <laughs> I don't know what other extras they show. They show the cool, the, the prologue. I mean, interview some of the band. Well, they're in, what it they're was in like. the beginning. There's a little <laughs> snippet that's not on the menu. When you pop in the DVD, you get you get like five minutes of him flying to Anguilla, and then you see wow. Tina. So, so he's up. rubbing my face in the fact that he has money and a plane, and I don't. That's even worse. Right, Mike. Jimmy flies. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the quote I was looking for. But this, there is some good songs on here. I mean, that's what living is to me. Probably my only complaint with, with the, the uh, Anguilla package is I would have liked more songs from the Beach concert. Because that's the really unique thing to me. Yeah. I mean, only have the, the Anguilla setting for a concert is really cool. But, I mean, Jimmy sitting on a driftwood log playing his guitar playing like eight songs on his guitar is just really cool. Yeah. And I would have liked a lot more than that. And they only give us like three in the CD. Yeah, and if and you check the liner notes, I think they marked off five songs, but they only put in three songs. Right. That's what's unique. And uh, and Scott, I think, will, once yeah, he sees it, you'll uh, 
you'll you'll agree it's really cool. Well, Especially when Jimmy so, tried yeah, to say. So why do three songs then? I mean, that then that's my other thing. If that was unique, like I said, with all the live albums out there. You know, well, that would be cool I, to have an extra to have you, all eight or something. I think, I think, and once again, I'm sounding more and more like HUD. Damn, I should just. You're manning up now. <laughs> because, yeah, it's it's you don't want the same old, same. As a fan, respect me enough to put out something a little bit more unique. Well, well I thought this is unique. Yeah. Okay. Now, I haven't listened to it, so yeah. I'm unfairly. This is, uh, this is unique. Those who haven't seen it and those who have seen it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this is unique from everything else, he's re- all these other live stuff. Okay. This Clearly is unique. delineated. They're delineated. This is unique. I love the Banky Bank song. I mean, I like it. He's on there. It's different. But the point is, I think this is finally unique. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the Paris show. Screw you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And me and Mick will buy the Paris show. And, oh, and jackasses like you just keep funding machines. Speaking of which, do we have our guests lined up? You didn't give me a date yet. Why am I going to do all the work? <laughs> she drinks a lot, so it's probably going to cost us. <laughs> Make sure you don't cut that one out. The we got some comments break. from listener Ed, who wrote us uh, back on the 6th, the day that it came out who sent us a review, his own review. And uh, he's got a, a pick of best songs from disc one and disc two. And uh, disc one, he says, the best songs are Domino College, Waiting in Vain, and Weather With You. And on uh, disc two, the best songs are Brown Eyed Girl, Carnival World, and Desperation Samba. So how does that sit? And I agree best, with this Desperation Samba. Best song overall is Desperation Carnival. Samba, really? Yeah, I was surprised. And Listener Ed brought it up first. And I like the CD has the intro. Yeah. has a longer intro with uh, Jake Shamalama Ding Dong on ukulele and uh, uh, Greenwich. Because I can't listen to that I'm song. That song can't be in my regular it, It's a good version. You'll look forward what to it. What do you listening. think about that song, huh? It's all right. Listener Ed's best song overall Man is Carnival many words. World. Carnival World. Carnival World, which was surprised to hear it. I didn't. It didn't, was in the stand. And uh, the best song brought out of the vault was "Distantly in Love." It was That's a nice great song. Jimmy and the guitar. That category. That had to be cool. That category would be difficult to choose from because he pulls a lot of really good songs out of the vault on this uh, on this concert. A gem for me was uh, "Treat Her Like a Lady." Yeah. And, uh, and they don't dance like Carmen no more. Was oh, they don't dance like Carmen no more is on there. Yeah, Carmen is on there. Sounded good. I'm getting fired up for it. Yeah, now all of a sudden I'm getting excited. And when Salome plays the my drum. nipples just got hard. Wait a minute. Yeah, when Salome <laughs> plays the drum, that was another one. That was very, tr- very. Uh, <laughs> King is somewhere hot. Treat her like, like a lady. Like every man should be. <laughs> That's right. Autour de Rocher. You know, I just say it anyway. Just for the sake of you know, though I was pleasantly surprised by that song. I liked hearing it and seeing it live on this set. That song, I could not believe that I liked it. But "Treat Her Like a Lady" was a bigger. It started out bigger than it does on the album. You know, the actually, I almost thought it was going to be "Bama Breeze." <laughs> That's how it oh, kind of started. Like they didn't start out quiet and build up. I thought of that. I said no. Mike's going to be disappointed that they didn't crescendo up. Uh, and in my room sounds much better than what I heard on Radio Margaritaville a few times. Yeah, I was shocked at how bad the last in my room performance was. It sounds oh, good in there. I'm just wondering. Future. I'm wondering how much tinkering is done because it sounds pretty oh, good. Well, the, the Beach concert is like completely re-recorded. I would guess. You think the so? The vocals. The vocals are the same. 
but I would guess that all the instruments have been re-recorded. Do you think so? I thought this, with the bongos, what was bugging me. It wasn't matching up, but that's weird. Listener adds, best performer for the show, for the concert, was John Lovell, and best performance is John Lovell on Autour de Rocher. And... Um, Desperation Samba, and Peter Mayer on Waiting in Vain. And he also wishes that they had included Waiting in Vain on the DVD, which I agree with. I agree, I agree too. I'm kind of surprised they didn't. It's, it's not like they didn't have room. What else does he say? And he says be on the next one. He's glad they did not play Why Don't We Get Drunk, and he says the audio quality is excellent for a live performance, and as a postscript, Tina looked great. <laughs> yeah. And uh, damn it, Tina did look good, and every time she's shining, I, don't, I think I was listening to Ed. I don't know what he looks okay. like. Okay. <laughs> There's our gay reference yeah. of the podcast. It's been gone a while. <laughs> Sorry, listener Ed. Every time Joe sees no, I mean, Tina, like, he thinks of you. <laughs> I don't know about the, uh, the actual concert stuff, but... It sounds good. The percussion the, the, the beach right. stuff just sounds way too good to have been recorded outside on a windy beach. All right, on that note, I think I might even run out and buy it on my way home. What about for the pizza? You're a sick man. Yeah, my back's Stop hurt. Stop at No, it's a fast, fast buy. I have to hit the old um, Myers. Myers or Walmart. No, but I don't go to Walmart. It's communist bastards. Don't shop at Walmart. Just like Best Buy. Communists, all of them. See you. Thanks, listeners. I'm glad to really not participate. I'll work on this and he's got to build up slowly. Be back strong for the next podcast. <laughs> yeah. Have a good night. He's recovering. Make sure you listen so you know your homework. Yes. <laughs> Don't come back ill prepared. We let you back. That's right. Yeah. I. Uh, uh, it's because I will never be prepared if I've got to go out and buy the CD. Well, that's funny. Yeah, I recommend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bitch, recommend. Bitch, it. bitch. I recommend it and. It's funny. Yeah, Scott left. Scott's got he was hurt, and I don't think he could sit anymore. But the show's not over. No, it's not. <laughs> He's a part-timer. Now Mike's going, hey, I didn't know he could leave before the show's over. <laughs> Mike is complete. Don't you know, let your wife hear that, Wee. I'm only one button away from leaving, too. Hey, it's oh, yeah, that easy. And the other thing that struck me with the DVD is that place, you could just you could sense the heat in that place. All that exposed sweat skin, it must have reeked in that crowd. I wrote down tit sweat. <laughs> Buffett had it real early on. Some sweat going on in that teal shirt of his. It's a nice small stage, but just every big time enough. They, every time they show the crowd, they're all flushed. Yeah, but it also looked like I wanted to be there, man. That yeah. You'd see the boats and the water, and the water, so clear. Mm-hmm. Now, Buffett put nice yeah. notes and I believe they were written in Chicago while we were sitting at Silver Lake. <laughs> while we're sitting across the water. We were so close. If only we had our binoculars with us. Well, we're eight days away from fourth Thursday in November. Nothing about the And we had homework. What are we thankful for? In a buffety sort <laughs> in of a way. Buffety way. Well it sounds like you flamers are happy or thankful for whatever this new C D is. I have yeah, I, I am thankful for that. See? Okay, I will say, I wrote right away last night that I was thankful that... Right away last night? <laughs> I mean, right away when I was watching the DVD last night with my daughter, Kate, I was thankful that I have at least one of three kids who likes Jimmy Buffett <laughs> and was begging and begging and bugging me to watch this DVD for a few days. And she sat there and watched the whole darn thing and 
beat me to song titles, and, and I'm thankful for that. That's also, very touching. Yeah, I also have in my hands Patty, who's not here today. Pimp does. <laughs> Don't edit that. She's, she says. Patty, Patty got all sentimental on us there, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. She says, quote, I am thankful for Buffett because if it wasn't for Mr. Awkward, which is not Mike, but his She doesn't father. mean me. No, she means his father. Okay, I'm thankful for Buffett because if it wasn't for Mr. Awkward taking me with everyone to my first concert when I was 14, I wouldn't have got to have such a good time with all of you guys and your families through the years, concerts and Buffett parties. Even back when my life kind of sucked, there was still Buffett to listen to and forget things for a while. The memories of my mom singing Let's Get Drunk and Screw while cleaning the house still cracks me up. It cracks me up, too. All these years later, I am still thankful for all the fun and laughs we have had we have had, and still have. Also, one particular event makes me thankful, and since I know it is one of HUD's moments, too, I will let him tell it. Thank you, Patty. <laughs> Provi- I should have plugged such my a- nose when I read it. <laughs> <laughs> that would have sounded such just an like emotional it. response to a serious questioning here. Uh, what are we talking about? Thanks your thank the big moment. It has to be Patty and I. I believe. I think I researched this date we because know. I did my homework. <laughs> uh, it was August fifteenth of nineteen ninety five. I do possibly believe that is correct. Wow. Uh, Patty and I splurged and bought top notch. I made the quote sign with my fingers here, tickets to see Jimmy at Pine Knob. Back in the day, that top-notch price was, I think, $200 a seat. God. So we paid 200 bucks, and the seats ended up being in the front row, which we didn't know that at the time. We figured we were in the first or second row or somewhere around there. So when we got to our seats, obviously we were quite surprised and happy that we were in the front row to see Jimmy. And... Uh, that happened to be a, a high-five concert, as I call it, when Jimmy went by and high-fived me as I was in the front row with my hand up. Uh, I could see Mike, and I believe it was Mick was with him, a few rows behind us to the rear. <laughs> by few, he means 50. Or the the alphabet, basically, right? A so I was able to look back after the high-five incident and give the smile and the wave to the boys. And then... Uh, that was the one where Jimmy was taking Polaroids of his band members. And the best part of the story is uh, he takes a Polaroid of Mike Utley and he throws it out and it had a hell of a curve on it, like a boomerang. And it's coming right to the guy next to me who wasn't quite as big or quick as I was. And I snatched it out of his hands before he could even get close to securing it. So I ended up with a Polaroid taken by Jimmy of Mike Utley during the concert which I still have to this day in a drawer somewhere in my house, in. next to a ticket stub. What's amazing is you were you would not tell us what you paid for that ticket for so many years because you felt it was so high, and now yes. it's about the price <laughs> of a normal <laughs> ticket. <laughs> and it's only 12 years later. <laughs> yeah, HUD didn't want to tell us for so many years, but now he, he gloats and about then, it. Then when he did say it's like 200, yeah, come on, 200. Yeah, yeah we thought it would be higher. By the time HUD told us, it already, you know, I'm st- I think Mike and Mick probably paid more already mm-hmm. for tickets by then. Yeah, I don't know. Patty got them from a ticket agency, and it just happened to work out. Wow. Now I think, what, thousand of dollars a ticket for a front row seat somewhere? Close. Oh, yeah, easy. So that's my thankful 
Buffett thing. That's, that's if he, he doesn't even come to town anymore. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> Don't even get me going. Patty's listening to the podcast. you have to bring that up, Ween? <laughs> Patty's listening to the podcast. That's not the moment I was talking about. <laughs> oh, that moment, Patty. I'm sorry. We've got to keep that one secret. Oh, yeah. The only other one I'd like to add Here's our next involves also the Ween. Maybe it's his moment, too, but I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Wayne? What? Yes, it what? Mine is when we went and seen him in Lansing. Oh. Oh, very good. Oh, yeah, you know, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, there you go. You know what? You guys call your Buffett parrot head, he's Buffett just, heads or whatever. He's just old. No. <laughs> I considered that probably right up there with the front row seat because it was the most awesome experience Buffett-wise, you know, musically, that I can recall. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know what? That slipped on my entirely. How could you let that slip your mind? <laughs> I didn't know. I only wish I Mick had digital recording back then. Me too. So when they have yeah, a regret, when they have re, when we have regret taking day instead of Thanksgiving day, that'll be my regret and maybe mix that I no, didn't go no, to this no, thing. I've got way more regrets than that. <laughs> I uh, I could not this get is, to this We're show. not talking regret day, guys. We're talking regret month <laughs> to fit all my regrets in. Wayne, would you like to bring the listening masses up to uh, speed on the Lansing tour? I think we've talked about it. Not in depth. Yeah, this, this has definitely been mentioned on the show before. <clears throat> yeah. This is at the, the King Kong Trio. This is uh, Lansing Civic Center. And, man, what, what year was that? 80, 83. I don't believe he has like right. a summer it tour. It wasn't that year. It was 83 we went. We yeah, it was. And it also I was on the tennis team at U of M Dearborn, our little tennis team. We went on a road trip that weekend. He played he played at the Leds at Lansing on a Sunday night, which is near the campus of Michigan State University. I believe that was the Sunday night show and the Saturday night show, or whatever. There was two nights in a row. The other show was in Ann Arbor at, like, the Michigan Theater. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, I could have seen him at the Michigan night. Theater or whatever. No, I don't think it was a Sunday. The, uh, I thought it was a Friday or Saturday. Maybe it was, yeah, I thought yeah, it was, it was Friday. Maybe it was, it was a Saturday. Saturday. You know it might have it been was a Saturday. Saturday. It was a Saturday. It was a Saturday because it birthed our all-night party, for one thing, our all-night buffet party. That's what started the all-night buffet parties that we have, used to have yeah. every year. And I stayed up for Sunday breakfast, so it was a Saturday. I mean, concert experience, I thought that was that was good. I mean, we've had a lot of good, thankful uh, party night experiences at buffet concerts. Yeah, but that one, that was unique, because it was a unique lineup, and it was a, a unique venue, and uh, just just wild how we even got to go there. That was before, you know, internet and all that stuff. How yeah. did we find out about it? I don't even remember. Oh, I don't either. I think I think your mom might have actually got the tickets. You know me. what? I was just going to say, because my mom was living in Lansing, and I think she did get yeah. us the tickets. <laughs> it was a regret for me, because I wanted to go, but I would have had nobody to go with, because Greg hadn't even gone to a show yet. And it was just getting into Jimmy. Wannabes. <laughs> I had already gone to a show with you guys. And we already had gone, what? I meant to ask you, you this. When was Hill Auditorium? Look through your shoebox with all your stubs in it. 79, I think. I think we've done that, talked about this uh, one. I thought 79 and 80 were both like volcano tours. Could have been. Hill Auditorium. Could have been. Remember that? And yes. J.D. Souther opened, remember? J.D. Souther, yep. Yeah. Yep. This was all probably mentioned in episode 11. I'm sure. Yeah, everything was Big mentioned. No, the, the, the Lansing show, remember uh, during, what was it? Uh, uh, not God's Own Drunk, the other uh, 
the that the, the story song? Oh, about the bear and the still. What the heck's the name of that? That's Godzilla. That's song. No, no. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking no, get drunk and screw. Okay, I am right. <laughs> Remember, he was tossing. He was like casting out like the stuffed bears or something. Yeah, because of, he couldn't. Yeah. Because he could not play the song, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he like, couldn't play the song because of some litigation over. By, from that Lord Buckley's uh, yeah. relative of yeah. Lord Buckley. And that was in my student newspaper. The uh, review of the Ann Arbor show was in my student newspaper. And he they, they mentioned that. And also in Ann Arbor, they had a guy that looked just like Buffett, came on stage and played with him. He was some, like, Buffett fanatic who could play how the song, he played Cheeseburger Paradise or something with him. But I wasn't there, so I don't know. I'm acting like I was there. Joey's talking hearsay now. <laughs> yeah, that was just in the article. But they mentioned they we had were there. they had photos of Buffett throwing these bears. I remember seeing photos of this in our paper. That's how big coverage oh. he had. We saw it in person. I know. All right, we'll go back to what are we thankful for? What are we Buffetty thankful for? Mick and Mike, I haven't heard anything. Yeah, you know, I didn't. I didn't think. Uh, doesn't have to be a moment. Or a moment in time, like, uh, like, that's a, that's a great one. I wish I would have thought of that. But I just, like, said I was thankful overall for the, for the genre of music that nobody else plays. And giving us something to listen to. You know, it's led to other music that we, that we really like, like uh, Roger Klein stuff and, and uh, you know, other things that we branched off to. But it, it always comes back to the Buffett music. And uh, it's, it's a unique thing that nobody else does. Everybody else tries. Get all these the new country acts that, that try to get into the uh, into that mode, but they just can't pull it off like the like the masters did. So I'm uh, I'm thankful for that. Cool. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all uh, we all woke completely up. speechless. Wait. Yeah, we woke up. I mean, wow. we, we we were speechless. We're all nodding thoughtfully. In fact, I actually hear the snoring. <laughs> <laughs> nice job, Ween. Way to come through. No, that's good. Way to do your homework bring, at the last minute. Way to bring the room down. <laughs> <laughs> what about Mick? Nice anything? job. Yeah, I don't have anything uh, particularly personal either. I'm just thankful for Radio Margaritaville, actually. And the fact that Jimmy broadcasts all of his concerts. <laughs> Nicky's just sucking up so he can get on the air. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, really, I'm thankful for that too. And not just, yeah, they broadcast his concerts, they started doing it. That, yeah. That's kind of, that was an innovative yeah, they were thing. In the, they really. were in the vanguard of broadcasting every single show. And you don't have to pay extra for it or anything like that. It's just broadcast on series. Yeah. That's just great. And now that uh, they do the uh, the webcast thing, which I, which I think sounds better than their satellite broadcast, I'm really enjoying spending Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays listening to, to Jimmy Buffett shows. And with those, with the interviews beforehand. Yeah, the the pre-show stuff, the pre-show interviews, those are excellent. And the concerts themselves, it's it's. I have a blast just uh, contrasting and comparing the the different shows, and uh, it's it's a great way to spend an evening. And since I'm so old and fat and lazy, I kind of prefer experiencing the concerts on headphones rather than having to, you know, pack all the gear up and drive to the concert and. Having to pray that there aren't too many drunks sitting around you and that kind of deal. 
Yeah, you know, there is something to be said for that, the way we enjoyed it up at Silver Lake. We just we set up the sound system, we had our tequila, and we just sat outdoors there and listened to it ourselves. I know, it, it made me realize, like, my, my daughter just loves it. Hearing them in concert, she sat and listened to herself sitting out at Silver Lake and listening to them. And it's a bummer, like, I don't think I can take her to a Jimmy Buffett show. If he comes around here, I'm going to have to find a way. I'm going to have to take her, I guess. But do I take her? Yeah, with the drunks around, the price of the tickets. Don't be selfish. It'd be at HUD range. Don't be selfish. <laughs> so I have to figure something out. Well, 20 years well, I ago, put a you bunch could have took her no problem. He came twice he a year. Buy, oh, he, he would have had a problem. He buy his entire rose, remember that? Exist 20 years ago. Yeah, you could buy tickets. You He's could just get a in. gleam in my eye. Yeah, but yeah. two rolls worth of tickets, like 10, 20 tickets all purchased all together. Yeah, yeah, I know. We used to go 20-some at a time. Yeah. The big caravan, the big tailgate, everything. Which, one of those shows reminds me, uh, one of the things I put down, thank before, my dad dancing and pointing to his sh back the back of his shirt, shirt during, yeah. during the... Uh, particular harbor. Yeah, one particular harbor at Pine Up. And that was one of those shows where we had, like, Ten seats, and then two rows up. Ten more seats. Twenty-some people. <laughs> so everybody back there could see my dad pointing to his shirt. He didn't know what he was doing because I told him to. And we weren't part of a club or anything. We just bought all those tickets together. Yeah. You, you looked at different sections of the crowd, and there were people you knew. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Joe's dad was there at one point in the song pointing to the shirt at that particular moment in time. Yeah, you know, the you know, this was back back when people didn't stand for the first half of one particular harbor. Right. You stood up during the, the fast part. Yeah, only only midway through did you stand up for it. And, and usually people were so used to sitting that we had to stand up and tell people, this is the part where you stand <laughs> up. And they begrudgingly stand and, up. And they, that was but a we, Caribbean Soul t-shirt. We got... Uh, Joe's dad to stand up because the line that Jimmy was about to sing was on the back of his t-shirt. I Which used to I, my world from a payphone. Very That's good, like yeah. One of the original first Caribbean songs. Yeah, yeah, first uh, commercial-isms that Jimmy <laughs> branched out into is the Caribbean soul t-shirts. And it broke Hud's heart. And that's when it all started to go down. It was like the Indian on the side of the express with yep. the tears. Somebody threw a big garbage bag out the window. First, first stand of Caribbean Soul t-shirts. People with Caribbean Soul shirts walked by instead of trash landing. Oh, did, you, no, did you buy that shirt here at the concert? Oh, no, they sell them on, uh, at stores. What? Well, they sell them in Florida. Yeah, Florida stores. And in Kings Island for some reason. Yeah, but they were very tough to come. That's by. a whole nother thankful day. Yeah, that is another thankful day. The King's Island concert. That one I tried to go to. Eighteen dollars for the 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 amusement park and the show, and that was eighty. I think we figured this out. That was eighty-five. What a terrible weekend that was for me. <laughs> Boy, we're, we're just bringing Wick down here. He's just got nothing but regrets as we say yeah, everything. Everything about Buffett, Mick's got a regret with it. I also put, I'm thankful for Buffett's bus getting passed down to Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. I was on a roll. He's got to tie it into Roger Klein. Yeah. I have a bunch of stuff, but if not, everybody has a bunch of. How much more do you need? I mean, yeah, I just started brainstorming going. things I'm thankful for. Keep I'll live like a checklist. Mick's bootlegs. Podcasting on the internet. Oh, God. 
that Mike wasted his money on High Cumberland Jubilee first. <laughs> but I still spent my money on it later anyway, so probably more than once. Doctor. Yeah. You still got more? Yeah. Oh my God. That Mike and Hud introduced me to Buffett. And Pampers. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's, that's <laughs> correct. I know it's, it's, now that I read it, that Jimmy still writes a little, but he writes. <laughs> Fingers Harmonica, uh -huh. which was so unique and original at the time. Uh, I said, I'm thankful for mixed editing most of the time. <laughs> and uh, I'm thankful for good tequila. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, should, I should thank you guys for introducing me to good tequila. <laughs> I didn't know that you could actually drink tequila and enjoy it without <laughs> having a painful, blinding uh, hangover the next morning. Yeah. Toro. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, we. Did you get the email from me? The joke. The joke. Yeah, I have it. I opened it. In fact, I have it in front of me now. Do you want to read the parrot? Not really. Please. Is this the Thanksgiving yeah. joke? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Here can be the narrator, and you can be Jimmy. The long-awaited... Yeah, I know. See, don't build uh, it up. Look, I saved it. Where do I get to be? Who am I? You're Jimmy. Oh, that's good. There's only a few. Uh, okay. So, I was once proud of this, but now I just want to get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Buffett finally has taught his parrot how to cuss. And this parrot swears like a sailor. I mean, he's a pistol. He can swear for five minutes straight without repeating himself. The trouble is that this eventually starts driving Jimmy crazy as all his new business associates for all his new developments and projects do not take to the low-class language. One day, when distant cousin Warren is in town to complete a financial transaction with Jimmy, it gets to be too much in front of old stodgy Warren. So Jimmy grabs the bird by the throat, shakes him really hard, and yells, Quit it! But this just makes the bird mad, and he swears more than ever. When Warren has to leave, Jimmy gets real mad and says, Okay for you. As he throws the bird into the freezer. For the first few seconds, there is a terrible din. The bird kicks and claws and thrashes. Then it suddenly gets very quiet. After a couple of minutes of silence, he's so worried that he opens up the freezer door. The bird calmly climbs out into Jimmy's outstretched arm and says, I believe I may have offended you with my rude language and actions, Mr. Buffett. I fully intend to do everything I can to correct my rude and unforgivable behavior. Ah! Jimmy is astounded. He can't understand the transformation that has come over the parrot. Then the parrot says, pointing to the freezer, By the way, pardon me for asking, but what did the turkey do? Duh! Oh, is this long? It this is, it couldn't be rewritten because of the writer's strike, so uh, I was stuck with my first. Yeah, it's the uh, director's cut. I had once added the Jimmy and Warren thing, but hey, I could defend myself every week. So who's thankful for Schmo's jokes? <laughs> yeah, nobody was thankful for my jokes. I don't know why. <laughs> Whoever's thankful for Schmo's jokes, send money to, to Scott's PayPal account. <laughs> or he could also visit us at laceandaway.net <laughs> yes yeah, we haven't done this at podcast northcoastcast.com or leave us a voicemail message at 1-774-221-7346 that's life on the